Hey, everybody, entire episode with James O'Keefe. We talk about his recent story where he pretended to be go on a gay date. It's hilarious. You're going to love this one and the huge story. And then we just talk about the need to act. James O'Keefe joins us. Email is freedom at charliekirk.com. Become a member. It's members.charliekirk.com. If you want to listen to all of our episodes advertiser-free as they are posted, it's members.charliekirk.com, members.charliekirk.com. Email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. And subscribe to our podcast. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Charlie, what you've done is incredible here. Maybe Charlie Kirk is on the college campus. I want you to know we are lucky to have Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's running the White House, folks. I want to thank Charlie. He's an incredible guy. His spirit, his love of this country. He's done an amazing job building one of the most powerful youth organizations ever created, Turning Point USA. We will not embrace the ideas that have destroyed countries, destroyed lives, and we are going to fight for freedom on campuses across the country. That's why we are here. Noble Gold Investments is the official gold sponsor of The Charlie Kirk Show a company that specializes in gold IRAs and physical delivery of precious metals. Learn how you could protect your wealth with Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. It's where I buy all of my gold. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Joining us is one of my favorite Americans. He's been through a lot in the last 12 months, and he's fighting. He's posting wins. He doesn't give up, and he loves the truth. He's here for the full hour, James O'Keefe. Charlie, great to be with you. James, you keep on posting wins and posting wins. There's so much I want to cover with you, but first, how are you doing? You've had a year. I'm just, I'm a little tired at the moment. I, I mean, I, this was, this was an insane week, so I'm, I'm pushing through, pushing You're, through. I want to talk about just how you've handled this last year, and you've had some of the biggest stories of your career in the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I think this White House guy was probably my, my my favorite story I've ever done in my whole life for many reasons. And you've had a, you've had some barn burners. And it's, it's it, before we get into it, how is it performing on social it's media? It's got like 23 million views, 100 and I'm just looking right now, uh, 100 and get 14, just get right 114,000 likes, 23 million views. It's 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 probably the second most watched video I've ever done. Um and it's and it's me doing it, and it's a guy in the executive office of the White House. So there's a lot to say about this. There's a, there's a lot of psychology. Tell, us the, and tell us the whole story, James, from beginning to end. Yes, we <laughs> well, have we have a lot of time. This this one is super interesting. Well, you know, a lot of the, the biggest stories we get are are just meeting people on on dating apps, and um um, you know, it's been about a year, Charlie, since I was fired from the company I founded. About a year to the day, almost. What is it? February? Yeah, almost a year to the day. So I, I, I'm trying to inspire people, and sometimes as a leader, you have to do the thing yourself because you can't ask other people to do the thing that you're not willing to do. And everyone in there, and I'm sure you get this all the time, but in my business, people say, like, well, I can't do what you do, James, because I'm too recognizable in Tucson or I'm too recognizable in Long Island. So I thought, what better way to show those people up than to have James O'Keefe meet with a guy who works with the White House? Because now those people have no excuse. Well, what's their excuse going to be? And and half of the comments on the video, like they they can't believe the guy didn't recognize me. But and we'll get into that. But um, so I decided to just prove to people that that it can be done and it will be done because if I can do it, anybody can do it. So you go on Hinge. 
Um, I think well, we go, we go on a lot of the ones we do. We we do all. They have all the different ones. We I think this one was actually Tinder. This guy actually. This guy. I have his profile. He's now taking it down. Uh, and he but, works in the Biden White House. Is that right? He works in the executive, the White House cyber cybersecurity policy analyst and foreign affairs executive office of the president. So EEOB, the executive office. Yeah, the executive office. So yeah. he's he's part of the what they call the deep state, the administrative. Yeah, he's state. in the Eisenhower Building, right Correct. next to the White House, which is the, that is considered the White House. Yes, and he and he supervises two federal agencies, USAID and the State Department. He worked the State Department four years. Goes to Harvard Kennedy School. Went to Georgetown. He's not a stupid guy. He's he's a high up guy. Um, but in Washington D.C., Charlie, people are very, you know, for lack of a better word, narcissistic. They're they're very focused on their own grandiose identities. And usually, I don't in a video put my tradecraft. But I actually left in the part where he's like, "Enough about me. What about you?" And I'm like, "My life isn't interesting." Okay, I work in publishing. Not false. But but you're like James Bond, and he's like, oh stop! So it just goes to show you that <laughs> people just want to talk about themselves, you know. So just so everyone understands, because James is dancing around this a little bit, this is a powerful, uh, very it's in the White House gay staffer. Yeah, yeah, he's gay, and and, and I'm and I'm and so you're on a date with him. Well, you, I suppose he thinks that. No, I know that you're not. Yeah. I'm, it's kind of funny. I'm I'm zero percent gay. I'm a hundred percent confident in my own masculinity. I will do anything to get the story though, and I'm a thespian, right? Anything. I will. Well, we don't touch people. I didn't even hold. I didn't hold the guy's hand. But I, Charlie, you know, I'm a thespian. I, I've given I, you a hard time. James. I, I've, and you've played into it beautifully. I've played pimps, drug dealers, traffickers, homeless people, telephone technicians. But when I was, I was. If you look at this video, I was dialed in. Oh yeah. In other words, what's going through my mind is. When he starts talking about what we can't say publicly, that's the story to me because it's the lying. It's it's him saying we can't talk about this publicly. And I say, but what have you heard? He says, well, I've heard a lot of things about Kamala Harris, Joe Biden's mental abilities. He talks about being in a meeting with Michelle Obama. And while this is happening, I'm just completely dialed in and I'm thinking about the headline as I'm sitting with, with the subject. That's what's going through my mind in these situations. I, I love this on many different levels. And I do want to play some of the tape here because it's amazing. And it's the second most viral story of the last year, right? Yes. It's, it's behind Pfizer. Correct. Right? And so here's James O'Keefe, who has millions of followers on social media, super well recognized. And you just kind of put a disguise on, right? It's a sort of disguise. I dyed my hair gold and put on glasses. That was it. Let's uh, let's go through this. This so his name is Charlie Crager, right? Yes, uh, he manages federal agencies and the State Department. Charlie thinks he's on a gay Tinder date, but he's not. Play cut one ten. So you're you're pretty high up in the government. Yeah, I'm fairly high up. I'm good at keeping secrets, and so I manage two federal agencies: the State Department and USAID. So when you say sec- it's like security, like you're protecting the networks of the federal agency pro- you give all your information to the mission is to protect right. yes. information and we serve we, we are like the president's voice when we go into meetings in terms of discussing and and promoting the president's priorities so just so everyone understands this is not an unusual type of staffer as far as you know willing to talk about their line of work mm-hmm. is that correct you mean people do this typically with me? They just talk and yeah. No, just about... in D.C. There's there's a fair amount of 
yes, it's a it's a sociological phenomenon where the way I would put it is there's the Potemkin talking points. And I'm skipping ahead for a minute. Just yesterday, I released the full confrontation of the guy. And I'm like, I'm James O'Keefe. I take off my disguise. And he has this moment. And he goes into talking point mode. He's like, the president is very concerned about cybersecurity and has just issued. He starts talking norm, like, like a, a Washington, D.C. politophile. But th- as long as there's a gap between the official Potemkin, North Korean-style false talking points and how people actually talk, it'll be very easy for me to expose them. Because none of these people actually believe in these talking points. They don't even believe their own propaganda. That's the story. They don't, they, don't, they don't actually believe it. So when you just go into a bar in Washington, and they're all narcissists, they all believe in themselves. They don't believe in what they do. So yeah, that's the story. I want to play another uh, tape here. We, we, uh, we're waiting for – yeah, let's, let's play this one here. Let's play cut 111, please. He says that Biden will be the nominee. This is interesting. This is internal chatter that Biden's going to be the nominee and Kamala will be his vice president. But there was a debate on whether or not they should remove Kamala from the VP ticket. Play cut 111. Is he, is he going to be the, the nominee? Yes. And she will be the vice president nominee. Yeah, I don't... There was a debate about removing her from the ticket, but sadly they didn't. She can't keep black staff. They quit on her in mass. What was he saying there? So he was saying Biden will be the nominee... Kamala is it Kamala or Kamala? I, was, I don't know. What, Cam, Cammy, yeah. Harris will be the vice president, and then he says she can't keep black staff. That there was some reporting at the New York Times that that uh, that a lot of the black staff did not like her, but he confirms this. He says they all quit on her. She's a bad leader, and they wanted to get rid of her. But he says he goes on to say they can't get rid of Kamala Harris because she's a black woman, according to them. And and he he's talking about how horrible this is because they need to get rid of them, but they can't because of that identity politics. Tons of people watching. Mm-hmm. O'Keefe Media Group, what's the best way to support you? I'm a monthly whatever. Thank you. Yeah, O'KeefeMediaGroup.com. We do a we- weekly now investigation, a weekly cadence. Daily is too difficult. So it's almost like the modern day 60 minutes. That's O'KeefeMediaGroup.com. You can donate there, support us, subscribe. We're building out the paywall uh, very soon, but uh, week Wednesdays, 4 to 6 p.m. on Spaces as well, Charlie. It's great. Hey, everybody. Charlie Kirk here. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code Kirk and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers. The 100% made in USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the, as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-875-0425. Use promo code Kirk and get free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-875-0425 or go to MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. That is MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. I think so highly of Mike Lindell. He's a great patriot. He's a terrific person. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. Okay, so I want to play some more tape here, and then we got to go through some of the memes. The memes are too good, but I want to get through the whole story here because it's good. Uh, this is Inside Baseball here, Cut 112. Charlie Crager continues on Cami. She's not popular, but you can't remove the first black lady to be VP. Um, play Cut 112. 
Kamala Harris, she's not popular, but you can't remove the first black lady to be vice president from the goddamn presidential ticket. Like, what kind of message are you going to send to, like, all the African-American voters? How would you spin that? People would be like, what the fuck? Like, like she's a woman and she's multiracial. I think, I think that they're really concerned about this. And then uh, 116, how unpopular Kamala is. Play cut 116. Kamala is so unpopular. The New York Times did an article about how she hemorrhages black staff. She can't keep black staff. They quit on her in mass. She hemorrhages black staff? Yeah, there's a New York Times article about it. And, boy, they love the blabber, don't they? So then this is interesting. Biden dementia, Mm -hmm. play cut 113. But with him, I yeah, mean, I know. I know. he's got I know. dementia. Um, yeah, well, he's definitely slowing down. But they know that he has those issues. I think so. But they're not going yeah, the to say it. Shows it. No. They can't say it publicly. No, no, they've got to they got to they say it privately? I mean, I'm just, I'm just telling just, you what I've heard. Like, just, yep. just telling us what he's heard and they have to tow the line. You know, this doesn't shock anybody. But, you know, and, and by the way, Charlie, there's a debate online. Oh, this isn't a story that we already know this. But I, I don't think, first of all, I don't think everyone does know this. And, and, and second, there's a difference between what we know and what is verifiably true. So to have the White House guy say it, I think it, I think it's very important. Well, yeah, of course. And the acknowledgement that the people in your inner circle, I mean, he's in the EEOB, the exec, mm-hmm. that's the Eisenhower Executive Office building. Those are the people that basically run the entire federal government. That's right. That, by the way, it's not like this is some intern at the Department of Interior. If you have a badge in the EEOB, that means you also have West Wing access. You're in the West Wing almost every single day. I know, I know it very well. That is considered the White House. Mm-hmm. It's not like BS. You're on White House grounds. It's the ugliest building right next to right. – in D.C. right next to uh, the White House. Okay. Uh, I want to go to this one. Um, Charlie talks about how he went to school and he's a spy and he started <laughs> – <laughs> He's like James Bond, James. Right, Play cut right. 115. So, so I, I got a job at State Department. The State it's Department. Like, I essentially started at Georgetown, and I applied at State. And I went to Georgetown for my master's, where I studied. When I joined the, um, the security studies program in the School of Foreign Service. So when I was there, I focused on like cybersecurity mm-hmm. and cyber, technically cyber intelligence. So like the like espionage and the spy game that cyber intelligence you really are james bond aren't you <laughs> i know my my grandmother my grandmother likes to be like he's a spy he's a spy and my parents are like you can't say that don't don't tell people don't say people that don't say people. you're a spy no. that makes you like a target <laughs> i mean i just uh, all kidding aside what national secrets would he be sharing? Yeah, I mean, it's a that's a huge problem. It's a huge story. A Chinese guy would come in there and blackmail him or no, something. No, like, you know, a real muscular, you know, gay Chinese guy could get some stuff out of him. So I want to play more of this tape. We got to get to the memes. Is, it, is this your first thirst trap story? Mine personally? Yes. Uh, mine personally, yes. My staff, no. So, but like when you guys were around the table with the staff and you have the, you found this guy on Tinder mm-hmm. and you say, oh my goodness, he works in the EEOB and all this. Did you guys like cast lots of who has to be... <laughs> I'm willing to do whatever it takes, Charlie. I don't you think guys, of it. You pulled straws? <laughs> we're play, you're giving me a hard time. I mean, I don't, I don't even, it didn't even occur to me. I wasn't even, I guess I'm just so in the trench that I don't even think about the implications of that, really. You know, but, um, but I, I, um, the memes are hilarious. They are great. And I, again, I want, you're a good friend, James. You know that. I can't. Well, I want to say something. You have that, such great humor about so this. This was so much work. It does, it's so, I mean, it's Can weeks. you talk about that? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's just. I mean, even people think, oh, you just match with someone and meet with them. It is 
hundreds of, of, of hours of research and recon and facial recognition software and matching and verification and re- surveillance. I mean, it is. And, and then you have the technology aspect because this is guerrilla. This is not a, a staged production. This is guerrilla style filming. The, the hidden cameras are temperamental. You have to have redundancies. <laughs> I mean, they could call the cops on you. If you say the wrong word, you might be breaking the law. This is hard work. So I'm dialed in. It's not like, you know, you know, it's, it's, is it fun? It's more just a discipline, Charlie. It's a focus. It's a, it's a hundreds of, of man hours. And then finally, one of, one of my colleagues goes, James, this guy's, this guy's works in, this guy's working in cybersecurity. And then it occurs to me, yes. even my meeting with him is a story, regardless of what he says. 100%. I did not expect him to open up and sing like a canary. That, that surprised me. I, I think I think that's that's so well said. And again, you deserve huge credit for this. And it's just I love your initial takeaway that we're going to reiterate later in the program. Anybody could do this. Anybody could do this. Yes. Anyone could be. Well, a they choose journalist. not to. They choose not to. And, and so it would be hilarious if, if I were able to. That that would be. I think you have the discipline to do it. It's it's discipline, focus, and I'm not and going on a gay date. Okay, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm gonna Under, find out some other thing. Understood. I'm not as you know well built as James O'Keefe either. I wouldn't <laughs> face for radio. Let's play cut one fourteen. Uh, you tell him he's doing a very good job as working of cybersecurity for the White House. Play cut one fourteen. So you work in cybersecurity for the White House, and my my question is, what are you doing? On a meeting with James O'Keefe, founder of Project Veritas. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. We do undercover investigations into people. What type of cybersecurity operation are you guys running over there? We're running a good cybersecurity operation. Well, obviously not because you're meeting with me. (laughs) Did you not do your research? Or what is this clown show you guys running over at the White House? No, no, I actually, I'm, I played the wrong tape. The real tape is this, 124. This is, this is James O'Keefe. Oh, this is a great one. <laughs> They're about to get in the hot tub and he tur- takes off his Superman glasses. But she goes, whoa. <laughs> now, James, let me just play devil's advocate. Why didn't you try to, you know, continue like. It's a, yeah. It's a split second decision that I have to make okay. live in in the field, and, and you felt like you got to the instinct. maximum instinct. Yes, okay. it's it's not a it's not a linear or scientific process. It's more of a it's a dark art, and and at a certain point in in space and time, I have to say it's time to to to, to end this. It, it it's a certain moment that an got instinct, it. It's, it's yeah. an instinct thing. Instinct. Instead yeah. of trying to meet with him again, well, I and, could also compromise myself if I do that. It could hurt the operation if I do that. It could it could endanger me if I do. There's a what, whole what, bunch. What, what of do things. you mean? Well, um, sometimes people get violent. Sometimes people, you, I get compromised. I get burned. So it's it's an instinct yeah. thing. Some people say, well, James, you should have slept with him. I don't do that. I don't I don't cross ethical lines. See, see, James, you know, I wasn't going to say, James, why didn't you go to the third date? I wasn't even going there. Yeah. OK, yeah. I was just I said another meeting. Um, um, a, a lot of things, logistics, um, scheduling and li- limited resources, many different reasons, in addition to the ones I said before. So so, James, you I just all, all kidding aside. And again, I can't compliment you enough because, you know, you didn't have to do this. You have a team. you got journalists and all this. Mm-hmm. But you kind of love the game, right? I do. And I'm good at it. And, and um, you are. And, obviously, and, I'm, yes. and, I'm, and to be perfectly, it's going to sound a little arrogant, but I'm this is one of the I'm, I'm very good at it. I'm, I'm, I'm well, still it's not a, arrogant. It's you're, you, you've been. No, it's only that. You're, yeah. 
You're 20, the inventor of the 20 medium. years of experience. I'm still the best in the game at it. And I have to do it to lead people to do it. I have to show people that, listen, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ask you to do anything that I won't do. And, and that's one yeah, of the look, reasons. This I is going to sound, I don't want, no, I wouldn't say this wasn't true. Rush Limbaugh invented AM talk radio. You've invented modern guerrilla expose journalism from the internet era. Rush Limbaugh told me before he died in person, he said, James, you, you, you guys invented a genre. No, that's that's amazing. Rush was a friend of ours too. And I don't say that lightly because you are the best at it because you've invented the medium. And I, by the way, you're the number one person. You want hundreds of people to do it. I do. Thousands. And there will be, by the way, James, we have a huge audience right now. Um, just so replug the O'Keefe Media Group. We have 10,400 people watching just on Rumble. That doesn't count all the other channels. So every Wednesday, you know, 60 Minutes with Sunday, every Wednesday, OMG launches a new investigation. Wednesday, 4 to 6 Eastern Time. We're doing a show on spaces and live streaming across all platforms. And O'KeefeMediaGroup.com is the website, OMG. And we're, we're growing. We're building. And uh, you can support us there. Donate subscribe we're building out the payroll but every wednesday four o'clock charlie we're launching a new store it's like making a movie every week it's a it's difficult martin scorsese you're scorsese you're you star in your own film we're putting out a movie every single week it's very difficult um but we have more officials charlie in the deep state administrative state like this one coming out here shortly and it's not just me doing it uh we got other people we're training equipping uh, meeting with the subjects and and it's the and they're just talking honestly and, and as long as there is, I said, this is a very important point. As long as there's a difference between the official state talking point and the truth, as long as those things are not the same, yes, there will be ripe opportunity for me to get the cinema verite of them telling the truth unbeknownst to them. Okay, now we got to go through the memes here. All right, it's just too good. It's cut uh, 119 through 123. And by the way, someone sent me an email. They said, Charlie, it's clear you're not willing to do everything that's necessary to save the country. So, <laughs> totally right. I totally acknowledge it. Okay, cut, what, let's go to night one. There it is. Okay, walk us to this. Know your meme by the, James. These Acute. are this is uh, a Soros' son. What's his name? Alex. Alexander. Alex Soros on the right with the glasses. He's in, and then you, and then without the glasses, it's just James <laughs> O'Keefe from Peaky Blinders. Yeah. It, it, Next one. The absurdity is okay. This, this is, is this is the favorite. Everyone's favorite <laughs> meme. This is Dylan Mulvaney. I actually ambushed Dylan Mulvaney back in April. At a hotel in L.A., Oh, my God. Tell me more. And people are like, James, your flamboyant gay accent is really good. Zero percent gay. But you know I'm a theater guy. I was the cowboy in Oklahoma. Not that there's anything wrong with it, as Seinfeld would say. comma, not that there's anything wrong with that. But I I like cowboys, pimps, drug dealers. I can play any part, but only to get the story. So that's Dylan Mulvaney with the Bud Light. Next. what What else do you got? That that's just this is just the absurdity. You're gonna zoom in on that one if you can. The absurdity of just literally all it is is a pair of glasses. It's it's just so. So do you know? Do you know? Now I know. Now in the White House Executive Office Building, they probably have a big cutout picture. No, of they hundred percent do. And they say, if you are on a gay date with this man, walk away. It, it reminds me of this moment from twelve years ago when I got offered Eric Holder's ballot. I went in and said, "Hey, do you have Eric Holder?" And they gave me. Eric. I remember. So they this, put yeah. a picture of me <laughs> on the polling location for Eric Kohler. This is how stupid these people are. All right, next one. I love this. Hi, it's me. Not totally, totally not James yes, O'Keefe. Totally not James O'Keefe. Yeah, I, I actually, this is, this is, I, I don't think the guy actually knew who I was. He actually, th- Charlie, some people were saying, oh, he went along with it. No, he did not know. He just didn't know. A lot of people don't pay attention. They don't follow conservative media, et cetera. So he, 
He did not recognize James Oki. He knew kind of the word Project Veritas, but he wasn't familiar with my face. Uh, next is uh, James O'Keefe as an undercover gay man. There you go. It's, just, it's that simple. All you got to do is put on a pair of spectacles. And uh, there I am on the right, undercover gay man. And really, this this just speaks to one of the O'Keefe rules in my O'Keefe Academy class, which you can buy to learn how to how to do the undercover work at O'KeefeMediaGroup.com. Your manner, your the way you carry yourself matters more than your than your disguise the, the way you conduct yourself is is 80 percent of it for those of you who are confused as to why the disguise was not more elaborate email is freedom at charliekirk.com james lots more stories and by the way you have some big ones in arizona coming up you've also i don't want to you know bury the you know spoil the lead here but you have you're you're cooking stories oh yeah we're, we, we've done a few in nogales on your border town in arizona here and and tucson and phoenix and and we have more coming I think the border, Charlie, is the biggest issue of the year, and uh, we're looking at all the NGOs here in your state of Arizona that get money from the federal government. James, also, you have uh, this O'Keefe Media Group. It's going really, really well, and you guys are you know, getting support from the audience. I want to just ask you some personal stuff just because it's been such a trying year. Absolutely. But I think it's a great lesson for everybody. Here's my theory. James has heard me say it before. There was a plan. They tried to take out some of all, our all-stars. They try to take out Trump, Tucker, O'Keefe. That was the triumphant. You think about it. You take out Trump on the political vector. You take out Tucker on the cable news vector. You take out O'Keefe, who's the number one all-star on undercover reporting. And they failed on all three part fronts and failed largely thanks to you guys not buying into the BS of the media. All right. I want to tell you about Herzog. Herzog Foundation is amazing. I want you guys to check it out right now. We've been talking about how our nation's public schools have been captured by progressive ideologues teaching things that directly contradict the values of millions of American families. For those of you worried about the best educational path for your kids and grandkids, I'm pleased to announce our new partnership with the folks at the Herzog Foundation. They are the trusted source of American K-12 private education with a remarkable suite of resources for parents and grandparents. From their online publication, The Lion, to the new podcast, Making the Leap, Herzog Foundation offers a wide range of advice and information for Christian parents. To learn more about how your family and faith and community can flourish through a quality Christian education, go to HerzogFoundation.com. That is HerzogFoundation.com. HerzogFoundation.com. H-E-R-Z-O-G. HerzogFoundation.com. James, you had a rather viral and personal post on Twitter X about that you're not suicidal. Tell us about it. Yeah, thanks. Um, A lot of people project their fear onto me, and they always say, Oh, aren't you afraid for your life? Are they going to kill you? And this was kind of like a very personal, very heartfelt note in regards to anybody who projects fear. And I, I've chosen faith over fear. And I'm not suicidal. And I understand we're messing with powerful people. But I'm also prepared to die. And I know that sounds kind of macabre and melodramatic. But I'm not – I've been through so much, so many things in my 39 years on this planet that I, I'm passionate about what I do. And I wrote this piece, Charlie, because the hardest part about what I've been through, I say it's been an indescribable hell on earth for me to witness good people uh, go against everything right for money and power. And I've seen envy destroy the hearts of men I thought I knew. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Yep. And, and I think that that is the thing that we're fighting, Charlie, not the Leviathan, the enemy. Those things, I get them. They're coming, the FBI, the White House, they're coming after me. But the people, the thing that's in our way are the good people who do nothing or who betray us. And that is that is what I'm fighting. And I wanted to get that through to people. And it was very personal, but I put it out there. Yeah, and it's been seen by 8 million people on social media. 
that what, what you posted there. And so, so James, this last year, I think it was just about a year ago this month. Yeah, this week, this February 6, 2022, uh, my board uh, fired me from the company I founded. 2023? Excuse me, 2023, yes. That was just a year ago this week it happened, and it was the most difficult thing I've ever been through in my life. It, I, I built it as you did. You, you know, understand. Mm-hmm. You said it so eloquently. It's very, it's very difficult to build things. It's very easy to destroy them. That's right. And I know that you're a builder and, and frankly, a blood brother because you and I have been through similar things. But that was so painful to, to just speaking candidly, I'm not going to pretend that it wasn't um, because it was the betrayal. And that is, that is the thing that we're fighting against. It's almost like the enemy is amongst us and it's, it's within people who do nothing or who, who tried to destroy or, or hurt the people who are doing something. So, so that's, that's what I, I wrote this. I said, I'm not suicidal, but I'm also not afraid to die. I, I believe in faith over fear. Here I stand, I can do no other. Like Clarence Thomas said, if they're gonna kill me, they're gonna kill me. But we need to inspire people. Um, I'm tired of tens of thousands of people sliding into my DMs complaining about how bad things are. I wanna find the people who are willing to do something. But yes, that was very painful. And, but I'm happy I went through that because it taught me so much about human nature, about myself. I learned a lot from that and I'll be more effective. And I think it was like almost God purifying things, cleansing things for me, bringing good people into my life. I got a really solid team of 12 employees right now and we're growing at OMG. Are, are you at a place now where you're thankful for it that it happened? I am. It, it, was, it took me until... So this happened February of 2023, a year ago. and it wasn't until, I want to say Thanksgiving, <laughs> it wasn't until almost December, and then something happened. There was, a, there was a spark. An IBM guy came to me through Signal and recorded his CEO, and that was the turning point. Honestly, no this is intended. one of the biggest stories of your career. Turning point, no pun intended. That so, was the so, tipping so point. So Blake and our team thinks this is the biggest story of your career. And I think he's onto something. Keep going. The ter- the, the, that, well, that was a ter- tipping point, turning point. It was a <laughs> moment. Know I don't know why you didn't call your group tipping point. It was, a, it was a moment when the guy was high up in IBM. And I had this. I had these long, night, late night, sort of deep throat, if you're familiar with all the president's men, meeting in parking garages, talking to this individual. And he said, well, they, I might get fired. And I said, well, what's the worst thing that can happen? The people have to know. And they made the decision to give me the tape. And that individual still works for IBM. And then suddenly there was a wellspring of 100 plus people inside IBM that came to me. And then I realized this is it. This is it. And, and, and when they came to me, you know what that person said to me, Charlie? They said, one of the things they said was, I'm so inspired by what Elon Musk is doing, but... Uh, a lot of the inspiration came from the fact that I stuck by my guns and I never sold out my principles. My board at Veritas wanted me to sell out and do things I was uncomfortable doing. And I took the bullet, okay? And it was very hard. And it was the most, it was, un, un, you know, other than having a loved one die, it's the hardest thing. It felt like I was castrated. It felt like I was, uh, you know, a near-death experience. And the IBM official gave me the tape. And then suddenly there was 100 IBM employees coming to me. And that's when I knew that what happened to me w- happened for a reason. The, and, you know, we, we believe in Romans eight twenty eight that for those who love God, all things work out for his good. And that's a very tough, it's a tough truth in Christianity that God has a plan for all of us. And even though it might feel bad or bad happens to us, not to say that it's not bad, mm-hmm. but it can work towards good and it could be used for good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are no words to describe the pain 
of um, working, you know, you're one of the few men that I know who do, who does know you're working 14 hour days, traveling a hundred hours a week. And you're, and you're raising all this millions and millions of dollars to defend all these people to, 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 to fight for the country. And then if, if James O'Keefe can get fired from the company he founded, then nobody, then yes, no it, one's it, it, it leads you to, it leads to kind of a heartless, hopeless nihilism. And that was what I was fighting. And that, that is what we fight against in this country, which is, um, it's not the government. It's not the enemy. It's each other. And, and that was a very, but it was a, I think it was God detoxing my life, removing bad apples. And I, you know, and I learned now I know, first of all, don't hire psychotic people. Second, if you do find out they're bad people, fire them Im- immediately. So these are things that, frankly, I think you, I give credit to Charlie Kirk. I'm not just saying to blow smoke up his ass. He is a great leader. And you learn these things probably earlier than I have, but I've always believed in the best in people, and I've always tried to empower people and see the goodness in people. But in this game, you have to be solid. You have to be a good person. You have to have a good heart, and you have to surround yourself with good people. Yeah, and that's that's interesting and really deep. I I don't actually always believe in the best in people, which is that's you and I are different. Yeah, and they're, that they're, I believe more in a Hobbesian view of human nature. It actually probably has has helped. In some it's ways. helped you, I think. Yeah, no, of course, it's not. It's not always the happiest view of the world, but if you think that people are fundamentally self-interested and broken and sinful, you can view human behavior differently. So I want to just brag on this further. This is cut 125 from America Fest. This is this has resulted now in, I believe, a lawsuit. I think America First Legal is yes. suing IBM over violations of the Civil Rights Act. Yeah, EOCC complaints. Yeah, that's e- right. Yeah, equal opportunity complaint. This is a huge story over a major tech company worth over $100 billion. Let's play cut 125, please. There's been 150 people within IBM that have come forward. 150. Wow. I'm going to break something right on your show here. And this slide says, how does whiteness work? Red Hat, which is the subsidiary of IBM, and it says, quote, whiteness constructs the game, hides the rules, then rigs the game over and over again. It's this slide that they give out inside IBM. This is the sort of whistleblowing in, in numbers, in, in big numbers. I've, I've never seen that before, and it's very encouraging to me. So... So, James, I want you to be very clear and direct because every day I get somebody emailing me and like, they're, oh, I have this thing. I'm not a whistleblower guy. I'm, right. Everyone has a role. Somebody has a story. How do they get it to you to be taken seriously, not just into some you know, inbox? That's Well, that's a great point. I mean, you have to be able to clearly communicate what it is that you have. So you get these all the time. All the time. The, the, the source has to be able to describe in a paragraph very clearly who, what, when, where, why, what it is. That's the most crucial thing. Yes. Because they can send it to, on DM, on Instagram, on X or Signal. That's usually where all the people come through. Or tips.okeefemediagroup.com. Say that slower. Tips.okeefemediagroup.com. O'Keefe Media Group.com. If it's video or documents. Can we put that please on the bottom, guys? Tips.okeefemediagroup.com. Just the word tips before the website. If it's a file that's a gigabyte, you can send it there. It doesn't matter how, where they send it, because anyone can find us. It's what they say. And it, it, it's really easy for me because if the individual is able to clearly communicate what they have, that's that shows me it's a credible tip. Uh, and and uh, what was remarkable about that IBM story, Charlie, is that the thing about whistleblowing is that they can fire the person and humiliate them and ruin their life. But if a hundred people at IBM are now coming forward to James O'Keefe, they can't whack all those. It's not actually a thing. You can't fire all those people. It's not going to happen. And and then when when I broke that story, the CEO of IBM, Charlie, got Arvind Krishna, who by the way is Asian, so there's irony with there with that. He holds emergency all staff call and he says. Do not talk about this James O'Keefe thing. 
And then seven people at IBM recorded that and sent it to me. So he can't fire all of his employees. So I think whistleblowing in numbers is the future. It's, yes. it's, it's a unification of sources working together. So let's go a level deeper. What people might actually be sitting on a gold mine of whistleblowing and not realizing it. Right. What? So let's let's go through two things very practically, and I want to spend some time on this. What is it that they, sh- that, for example, that they should be looking for, or what is just kind of the general principles? This is not yes. just for journalists. This is just citizens. What should people be looking? And for? citizens sort of have to think like journalists, and in, in many regards, they're kind. They kind of are journalists if they're if they're leaking some material. The, the principle is simple. What is the thing that they're doing that they don't want? To, the thing their company is doing or their government agency is doing that they don't want to publicly acknowledge that they're doing so that we don't want people to know this. We're hiding this from people. We, we can't have anyone see this. Anything like that is a story as far as I'm concerned. And don't be shy. If you don't know if it's a story or not, then send it in, but do it concisely and do it concretely. But then the next layer, James, of where we really get to uh, critical mass to holding tyranny accountable is not just, oh, somebody said something on a Zoom call and I'm going to record it. But it's you can you can record yourself asking a question mm-hmm. that you think will lead toward that's next yes, level. That's stuff, next level right? stuff. Yes. That's where all of a sudden <laughs> if it's legal, for example, if your boss is like a raging racist lunatic and right. hates white people and all this yeah. sort of stuff, and you're allowed to record your conversation, going into that conversation with your boss and recording it. That that's that's neck that's more than just documents. Here's James. Here's a document. That's all of a sudden where you're now. That's master class, which you can buy on our website and learn by watching me do what I do. Yes, and, and yeah, you have classes. You have the whole thing. And everybody, I'm telling you, there's a few things where people say, Charlie, how do we save the civilization? One thousand. The number is one thousand. If a thousand people did what O'Keefe did, these maniacs would be on the run. They they, they would have nowhere to hide. If we had a thousand people, thousand citizen journalists, what would that mean? I think it would change the world. I think we can just start with a few or even a hundred. Uh, but yes, one man with courage makes a majority. One big reason is better than many little reasons. One massive story is better than a few. I mean, Edward Snowden, love him or hate him. He certainly changed people's perception of the Fourth Amendment and searches and seizures and data collection. But but Charlie is absolutely right. A thousand people uh, doing this sort of uh, investigative uh, sleuthing and and recording yes. would change the universe. That would that would make the country quite free. And it's the it's the ultimate. It's like the final check on tyranny. The final check on tyranny is that no, I'm I'm not going to have you do this nonsense at the company or the university. By the way, the universities are huge opportunity, mm-hmm. James. Yes, and I'd like to get cameras on, on oh, some of your to. students. Yeah, Blake has you some know, great ideas. It's, you it's, should talk to him afterwards. I will. Way. It's tough to shock people these days with colleges, but I think um, I think Leviathan does not like being challenged, but what's remarkable about this sort of work is communists hate being exposed. Hate it. Sunlight is, is, is the it. most powerful. We have a First Amendment in this country. Article Three courts are actually, by and large, the least corrupt, I think, uh, part of the the three branches of government, the First Amendment is there, and 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 we should use it. If you're out there, you say, "How can I make a difference? How can I make a difference?" It also it doesn't need to always be private. It could be very simple. Like the Dylan Mulvaney is a good example. It wasn't the biggest story, but find a powerful or powerful or popular, find a powerful or popular person, and ask them questions directly. 
I mean, there was a guy that, that, that his name is Anthony and he's just a young guy who he went down to South America, got onto the, 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 the train and went all the way to the border and recorded it. I've never seen anybody do this. You got this guy named Nick who's out there infiltrating migrant camps. Yes. These are young guys who are doing this on YouTube and they have, they're broke. They're just doing it. It's amazing. This is such an important point. The, this new, and James, you are, you are the first, uh, right? You are like the Abraham of this. You are the beginning. It's not money. It's not money is not the thing that you need. It's it's brass balls and will. Now, James, I want you to get a little spice here because I know that you have this as part of your public commentary. You're kind of annoyed by the, but James, I'm going to lose my job. Right. I'm going to, and, and you do this in a really beautiful way. But what do you say to that someone in the audience, which is I could lose my job. I have to pay the mortgage. I have, to, you know, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid, James. Yeah, there was that clip that that you saw. The Presbyterian the minister. Presbyterian yeah. minister. I think that I would say, what's the worst thing that's going to happen to you if you if you quote lose your job? And I think it's very important who you marry and who you're partner with with because you have to have the right core values. But I find it very ironic that Christians lecture me about how they're going to lose their money and lose their things. That I don't get that. By the way, I get other people saying I don't. I don't quite get people who believe in this concept of eternal life. So don't be. I would say don't be a hypocrite. You know, think about why you're here on this earth and, and really wrestle with what actually matters because I don't, I don't even, I mean, I'm a hopeful person, perhaps I, you're more, is it Hobbesian? Well, no, I'm uh, hopeful, but I, of human nature, I have a very Hobbesian. And, and, so that, and that makes you a good leader because it's, it's the reality of the circumstances. Yes, I believe people are nasty, brutish, and short. Well, they are. And that, I, that's the Thomas my Hobbes. Father, the book is called Leviathan. But that's right. My father raised me to believe in the best in people, and I would not be doing what I'm doing had my father not raised me that way. So I'm grateful for that. But I would say, you know, the, the more experience we have, the more wisdom we we attain, the the more we begin to realize that 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 line that separates good and evil runs through every human heart. And we're here for a. We're all going to die. We're all going to die unless Elon changes that up somehow scientifically in our he's heart. Not, he's but not going to change. We're, we're all going to die. So. So, so I, I think that if you lose your job and have to rent a house versus own a house, that you're well, my children. Well, I would think that my children would admire their father for having followed his yes. conscience and 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 doing the right thing. That that's the enrichment of the soul. That's what Solzhenitsyn talks about in that Gulag Archipelago book. That, that and by the way, there's one thing I want to say about that book. The most profound part was when Solzhenitsyn, everyone's starving to death, yes. and they go on the hunger strike. And you know what hurt the most? Not starvation. It was watching one of their comrades break the strike and eat a piece of bread. It's the soul. It's the, it's the nourishing of your soul that matters in this life. Now, this, these are very deep things, but this is, this is the time that tries men's soul right now in the 2024 election. And are you going to be the hero? Are you going to be the guy that that... I lost my job. And by the way, one more thing, Charlie. Border Patrol agents, Arizona, one guy said 98% of his colleagues, they hate what they do. And I say, why do you do it? They say, we do it for the money. They do it for the $130,000 a year. And they can't even look in the mirror at night. They can't live with themselves. So there's this tension between your conscience and, 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 and getting the paycheck. And ultimately, I say, you have to choose your conscience you have to choose your conscience. It's going to make you feel better. It, you're not going to go to hell. I mean, your children are going to respect you more. I mean, there's all types of reasons to do the right thing. Uh, but I'm not a philosopher or a psychologist. I'm a journalist. And in the year 2024, we got to get the story. We got to inform the public. What are what are some of the 
areas people should be looking into? I think the three biggest areas are number one, the border. I think that's the store. And number two, I yes. think it's election uh, malfeasance, malfeasance, vote counting, Operations. the extent to which there is fraud. I don't know to what degree. And and um, there are areas I think people should be focused on in Arizona and Wisconsin and and um, and Georgia. Uh, I think it's going to come down to these counties. Mm-hmm. And and um, um, number three, anyone who's trying to hide, anybody who's engaged in corruption in your company, your government, I don't know where it is. But 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 culture uh, politics is downstream from the culture. So so I think it's border and and voting are going to be the two biggest ones in twenty four. A website one more time. O'Keefe Media Group. That's O M G, O M G. The thing you say when you watch this stuff. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe my eyes. O'KeefeMediaGroup.com. Every Wednesday four o'clock, a new investigation. Send us your tip. Tips.O'KeefeMediaGroup.com. Empowering and equipping a movement of thousands of people like you to expose wrongdoing with the support of an in-house team of elite journalists to bring factual, unbiased stories to light. You guys can go there and you can become a member. I've become a member. Uh, there's also there's it's very easy to navigate. Uh, you have the O'Keefe Academy Masterclass. You guys can donate support. You have the covert camera store. And again, they try to take James O'Keefe out. Just remember, Trump. O'Keefe, Tucker. They tried to go one, two, three, and they have failed on all three fronts. Yes, they did. They tried to take out Tucker with Fox News. He's bigger and stronger and ever and has his whole thing. Yes, he does. They tried to take out Trump through many different ways. He's bigger and stronger. O'Keefe, same thing. Those are three people. The bad guys tried to almost all at once. Boom, boom, boom. All It was like a 90-day period. They overplayed their hands. Overplayed. And now it's time for us to administer justice in 2024. James, God bless you, man. God bless. He's going down to go break a big story. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Email us as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Thanks so much for listening. And God bless. For more on many of these stories and news you can trust, go to charliekirk.com.